0: Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 23 verse 4 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way. Though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam. Though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Psalms 46, verse 1 to 3. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, for I am the one who helps you. Isaiah 41, verse 3. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Luke Fourteen twenty seven. By this time, I believe you guys understand where we where we're going, and that is fear. Let's talk about it until we're unleashed. Hi guys welcome back to tutu unleashed thank you very much for clicking on this episode to listen to more Hmm. the topic says it the title says it it's a universal feeling it has been felt by the strongest people that we think um you know don't have feelings or they're not so moved and driven by their feelings no guys This feeling will make you umtuan. It'll make you a baby. It'll make you a very small baby. Because it's a universal feeling. It's something that every mankind has felt. And I I have a few verses. I have a few people to look up to um pertaining this topic. And yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um Where do I start? There's just so much to start, but let's just start with the definition. Um, What science is saying is it is a natural, powerful, primitive human emotion. It involves a universal biochemical response as well as a high individual emotional response. Fear alerts us to the presence of danger or threat or anxiety or stress just a lot of things. You get what I mean? And whether the danger is physical or psychological, it is still fear. So fear could be locked up just in our minds. Fear could be because you see this dog that is running to you and it's a bulldog and it's, you know, it wants to get a little bite. That could be fear. It's more physical that way, even though you feeling it emotionally, you feeling it, but it's something that you also see, seeing a snake. If you're afraid of those, ETC, it goes on and on and on and on. So what I want for this or maybe the main objective for today's episode is just to, to show how it is not only you. You are not the only person who feels it. And I'm not saying let it drive us. But I'm saying it's universal. I'm saying you're not alone in this. I'm saying let that knowledge of knowing that you're not alone in this make you feel better. Make you feel like, okay, that means I can conquer it. If this person can do it and they felt the same way as I feel right now and they were able to get to a place and a position that they're at, you know, overcoming this fear, then surely I can do it. Surely I can do it. And from the Bible, you know, I will come with the Bible. So from the Bible, I have one of the, um, I don't know how to praise him, but he is one of the honored um, prophets in the Bible, Prophet Elijah. He is a man who did not die. He was taken up by the angels he was taken up to glory he's a man that did not die he was a man that was so close to god not as as david how david is is being told but he (laughs) was a man who was living for wonders he was living for miracles he was a miracle himself he yo this is someone who was able to his cloak to his belt and you know he flew he literally teleported I don't know is it telepathy I don't know but he literally it's not even running (laughs) but he moved from one place to another as quick as a blink like like literally at the snap of a finger and it happened this is someone who was so close to God who was able to do things that God yeah could not do with most people back in the old testament but because he had you know given up his life literally for god and was like a literal um instrument to the kingdom of god it is amazing but guess what because this is a universal feeling (laughs) even the strongest people of them all in the spirit psychologically do feel fear have felt fear and you're not alone my sister you're not alone my brother they have felt it um 1 kings chapter 19 verse 1 i'm um, taking it up to verse 3 um it's talking about when Jezebel threatened to kill prophet elijah she literally threatened him. He, she, she was like her words, her literal words were may the gods strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you killed them. This was the time when um, uh, Elijah commanded that seize all the prophets of Baal. So they were killed and these prophets were saying everything that Jezebel had wanted to hear. So, in a way, they were Jezebel's prophets, then they were God's prophets. So, because he was the only prophet of God, and you know, it, he was literally echoing what God was saying. So, <laughs> if he was able to command, seize all of them, kill all of them, it's God who was killing all of them using Elijah. So, anyway, yeah, they all died, and then she, she sent that threat to Elijah. Guess what happened? He he was a baby. He became a little baby. That's what fear does to you, though. That's what fear does to all of us. Verse 3, it says, Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. If I, When I was a kid and a dog would, you know, come near, even as, if it's a cute puppy, like how people say puppies are cute. I, I don't like dogs. I'm sorry. I don't like dogs. But... Yeah, even a small puppy, when it just came my way, the first thing I would do, the first instinct, where my mama at, like, I am running to you. Wherever you are, you have to pick me up from the ground and take me out of this whole place where there are dogs. Like, that was me. So that is a reaction of anyone and everyone. Um, I like to pertain it to a baby because when babies are afraid, the first thing they do is they flee. You Get what I mean with us? We're kind of like, as you grow up, you're like, Okay, what do I do? Where's the closest um shoe or stone or anything? Trying to get that thing away before you run, and then when you notice, Oh, snap, there's nothing, there's no weapon that I have, that's when you start running. But when you're a baby, you're like, I ain't got no time to look for anything, I'm running for my mama, <laughs> I'm running for my dad. So that's what I did. So that's what he did. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, um, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. So, okay, it goes on and on and on. But just the fact that he felt the fear, it's a universal feeling, like how I'm saying. I, I keep on emphasizing that. Um, and we see that a lot of people have felt this fear. A lot of people have felt this fear. David himself The man after God's heart felt it. You get what I mean? And he wrote so many Psalms talking about that. And right now we are able to be like, okay, I'm going to read the Psalm. And you see, it's it's talking to you during your season of fear. And it's really, really helping you. So we thank God that he felt that feeling. Um, And we're able to relate now. And um, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, come on now. Jesus, Mark fourteen thirty three. Um, as I was just searching up the verses pertaining fear, I tried looking and tried looking, and most of the time it's Jesus saying, "Do not be afraid, do not be afraid." Um, like like Luke fifteen, sorry, Luke fourteen twenty seven says it says, "Peace I live with you. Let not your hearts be afraid. Neither let them be um afraid. Sorry, be troubled. Neither let them." be afraid don't let them be afraid so it, he's mostly talking about don't be afraid don't be afraid don't be afraid and it's it's good he's the lord and the savior he knew what was going to happen um you know it's god <laughs> it's god in in flesh so yeah we understand he had to be like that but guess what guess what um this does not necessarily say fear but most um, different Bible versions. Uh, I hope I said that word right. You know, there's there's that thing where you say "virgin" and "version." Like, I still yeah, I'm still figuring that out. Me and my tongue are still figuring the proper way to say what I want to say. Like, if I want to say "virgin," meaning virginity, then I can say that. But with the Bible. Yeah, that word, that V word. Yeah, let's just stick to the V word. <laughs> okay, so some, um, sorry, Mark 14, uh, verse 33, it says, And he taketh with him Peter and James and John, and began to soar amazed and to be very heavy. That is KJV. Um, but with the NLT, it goes on to say, He was troubled and deeply distressed. And that's what fear does to you. You become, suddenly you become so troubled before you you get up and you go present. You're not sure if you're going to say it, all the words right. You're not sure if you're going to get hard questions. That feeling you get just before you enter into your exam room and you're not sure where you're landing and you have fear, you're troubled, you're distressed. It's the same feeling that Jesus felt um, at the Garden of Gethsemane, and, you know, he, he went to his disciples, these three disciples, three times, and he's like, you, my soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death, tarry ye here and watch, like, you can't even stay, watch, and pray with me for an hour, like, that's how you feel when you're distressed, you feel like, you feel like, you need comfort. You get what of you. You feel like you just need someone to just take this cup away from you, like how Jesus said. And it's our Lord and Savior. He felt it. It's a universal feeling. You are not alone in feeling afraid and ETC. So here's the thing with risk management, or any anything management, I think, but risk management. First thing that you need to do is... You need to identify your problem. You need to identify um, your issue. You need to identify that thing, that core that is disturbing the whole entire body. So once you discover, okay, no, I just have fear for the exam. I just have fear for that. Okay, you put it into your parameters. I mean, you take your parameters, you're putting it into the model, and then you now start finding and figuring ways to manage that so what i'm basically saying is first you identify why you fear and that you do have fear and then you find ways to overcome it because you cannot say you're overcoming fear without knowing and accepting that you have fear um so you need to know that you are afraid you need to know that you are not um that bold and very strong person that never fears, that can kill a snake, that can kill an alligator. No, you human. <laughs> God came in the flesh and he felt a little bit of fear. And it's okay. It's okay. Because guess what? Prayer worked for him. When he came and when, um, when they came to get him, he was like, okay, this is happening. And he did not feel fear at that time. He was like, let's go. You don't need to take me with a sword. You don't need to fight. I knew this was coming. You know, I was a little bit afraid there because it was coming. It was coming. But then now that we're here, we're here. I'm in the exam. I'm sitting down. You are in front of people about to present. Let's get it started. You're sitting on that chair in the interview. Let's get started. Okay. The little bit of attack, the little bit of anxiety that I had back there, is' done. It has expired. Let's get on with it. You get what I mean, so, yeah, he showed his way to overcome it, and that was through prayer through prayer. You get what I mean. He tried getting friends to come along with him, please guys, be there for me, please do this, please. Just pray with me. And they were just so tired. It shows you that when you're feeling fear, this is how my I'm interpreting it. This is my opinion. But when you're afraid most of the time, you think you're alone. When you're afraid, Jesus was alone. His people were sleeping. You get what I mean? And what he showed us is that God was there with him. That's something that is also universal. God is also universal. He's omnipresent. He is there with you when people are not there. When you're feeling fearful and you're on your bed, and you're like, "God, I don't know what's what's gonna happen tomorrow," he is there with you. He's the only one, literally the only one that is there with you. And what did Jesus do during that whole process? He prayed. So for you, you could pray, and God will show you a, a better way to do this. You could pray just before you get into that interview and say, "God, yeah." do your thing you get what i mean and he will do his thing you will shine through that and you will resurrect like our lord and savior um that's just me saying but yeah in a way you will overcome um because god will show it to you um because you will also know that which you're afraid of Um, and you will be able to find ways to overcome it. And as you're searching up on Google, because we search anything and everything on Google, you will now search the most relevant thing that Google will give you also the most relevant, um, you know, um, what do I want to say? Ways to overcome it. Yes, so that's what I'm saying. And so lastly, just before I finish and wrap this up, is I'm going to close with Acts 18.9. Now this was... Um, we're talking about Paul. Paul was with Priscilla and Aquila in Corinth. Um, verse nine says, one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, don't be afraid. He literally islamation mark. Don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent. And in chapter 10, sorry, verse 10 is very important. It says, for I am with you. No one will attack you and harm you. For many people in this city belong to me. You can um, go on and read the whole, um, the whole chapter to understand where it got to that point. But because of time, I just have to wrap it up here. But that, for I am with you and no one will attack you and all these people belong to me. That again is telling you, yo, if you're afraid, you go to the creator of all things. He will... He will do, he will control all the things according to his way, according to his will for you, you hear what I mean, because you came to him, you came to the one that knows there is fear, the one that knows how to stop fear, the one that, you know, will get rid of that thing that, you know, um, exerts fear, that, that, that gives you that fearful feeling. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, you're not alone at this fear world, (laughs) we are all in this together even if there's corona close by um near your family don't be afraid don't be afraid don't be afraid and mostly um i was talking to my best friend about this that i i am slowly grooming myself not to be afraid of death because it's it's a it's a right right of passage yes of life it's it's gonna happen if it i want it or i don't want it it will happen it's just like me being born i i most probably don't want to be born i didn't know i wanted to be born but also death i won't know if i want to die or not to die so it's something that will and has to happen it'll happen to all of us so it's just better if you're not afraid of it what are you afraid of of sleeping and then what after you get what i mean like It's something that we really, really, really have to learn to make peace with. And as we're losing people, also during this COVID, it's something that we also have to kind of make peace with it and not, I'm not saying cut your ties, don't be attached, da-da-da-da-da. No, I'm just saying it's something that has to happen. It's something that's going to happen. Yes, the timing, we're always not ready, but we'll never be ready. That's another thing. So it's something that, when you're like, okay, God, you take me today, you take me tomorrow, you take me whenever you want, it's okay. You get what I mean? Just kind of make peace. And as you make peace with that, you will enjoy life much more. You will embrace the moments that you shout with your mom and (laughs) your mom is telling you to stay home, but you want to go out and you'll embrace that moment. You get what I mean? You'll make, you'll You will enjoy every moment and you will appreciate every moment for that reason because you just hadn't made peace with anything and everything because honestly speaking all our stories and all our novels have been written and we're just you know going through everything that has been written for our lives. So even the death day it's set. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. But some people, I, I do hear that they pray and then they get a little bit more time. God saw that. It's not a mistake. He saw, or no, you're going to go for a little bit, but then I'm going to bring you back and you're going to talk about it. But there's, there's going to be a day that you're going to die. And we're talking about Lazarus type of people that come back just for a miracle and then they go. Lazarus is still not here? He went. Because that was the time. That was the time, time. You get what I mean? So, yeah, um, I'm just saying you're not alone. Um, don't let it take your joy. Find it. Find a way to overcome it. Um, There's so many ways we can overcome it. You don't have to be a Christian to overcome it. There's so many ways to overcome it. Don't let it... I I feel like that's the main core of depression and anxiety and all these other... Um, disorders that we have right now um it's because of just fear so if we can detect it at a very very young age I'm sorry very young stage then we can find a way to conquer it and it won't get the best of us because guess what we the best it's just a universal feeling it's not you alone yeah you got this you got this i'm gonna stop here because i feel like okay I've done speaking what God is saying. Now I'm speaking what I want to say. Thank you very much. Ooh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, have an amazing, amazing week. Um, overcome that fear. You know you're strong. Um, yeah. God bless you all. Thank you very much. We go.